You're listening to the Earn That Body podcast, episode number 70. Welcome to the Earn That Body show with Kim Eagle. Kim is an award-winning personal trainer. She trains her clients all over the world online and is passionate about empowering people by getting fit and healthy. Hey everyone, this is Kim Eagle with the Earn That Body podcast. I can't believe we are already at episode number 70, 70. It's pretty exciting. We've had some fantastic content. If you've missed any episodes, I highly encourage go back and check out the different subject matters that we've talked about. Primarily, everything I talk about is nutrition, fitness, health, and weight loss. So if you have any questions about calcium intake or overtraining or pretty much everything you can think of, I think I've covered at this point, and yet I still have another new topic for today. But before we get started, I want to give you one of the little tips. I like to do a tip or a trivia or something at the start of each podcast episode, just so that we're always learning something new. And this one actually really caught my eye. I was reading it in uh, Idea Fitness Journal. So Idea is a fitness journal for fitness professionals. And something that they talked about in one of the articles was that moderate alcohol intake is fine for the heart, but it boosts breast cancer risk. So that was sort of eye-catching. What it says is that drinking light to moderate quantities of wine, beer, or some other alcoholic beverage, one drink per day max for women and two for men, may help stave off cardiovascular disease, the leading killer in the United States, but there is a downside that it increases breast cancer risks for women. And the latest evidence by American Institute of Cancer Research suggests a strong relationship between alcohol consumption and higher risk of breast cancer in women. So that is super important, obviously, for all of us to note. Um, And and just something you need to think about. I I think we often joke and, and say things like, Oh, well, you know, all these extra glasses of wine are good for my cardiovascular system. Oh, and research says that this alcohol is actually good for you. And, you know, in some ways, obviously, cardiovascularly, there has been research to show that. But for women, this is saying that it could actually affect the rates of breast cancer. So, again, just something to note and always good to know. There's constantly new research coming about. And as I've said in in past podcasts, you know, Things change, you know, with science and and what they do with new research is sometimes we find out that something that we thought was good for us isn't anymore or vice versa. So it's just always good to stay up to date with the research that is coming out. So today we're going to talk about starvation because I actually had a client email me and say, hey, can you do an episode on how you don't get starving all the time? You know, how you deal with starvation? And I thought, well, that's going to be a really short podcast because I don't have starvation because I eat. (laughs) And there's not much more I can tell you about how to stave off starvation, but you have to eat, right? But then I realized there's actually a lot of things that I do so that I don't have starvation. And I want to share those tips with you. And then I want to talk about the other side of starvation, which is that a lot of people are starving themselves and they don't even know it. They don't feel it. They don't feel starving. But I look at how many calories they're taking in and they absolutely 
are starving themselves. And so that's hindering a lot of their weight loss goals that they're trying to have. So we're going to talk about those two different aspects of starvation. So the first part being, how do I personally stave off starvation? How, how do, you know, what is my life like that I don't get starving all the time? Well, the first thing, the number one thing is I don't starve myself. And how do I do that? I do that by eating. I believe fully that you cannot live a life if you're starving all the time. I actually panic when I get hungry. So I always have snacks in my bag. Almost always I have bags of almonds or I might have a protein bar. Sometimes I'll throw a banana in my bag because the thought of becoming starving for me is that sort of shaky feeling and that feeling where, oh my God, I'm starving right now. I need to eat anything. And when you get to that point where you are truly starving, your blood sugar is dropping to a level where your body is now sort of taking over because you didn't do it for it. And it's going to encourage you to want to take in some kind of sugar usually, right? We want to get that blood glucose level up right away because the body is starting to like let go. It's running out of gas. You're starting to get that shaky feeling and you need to get as much sugar as you can ASAP into that bloodstream. So you're usually quick to grab something sweet, something easy to grab. And it's like a candy bar, right? I mean, if I am seriously starving and there's nothing around, I would eat a Snickers bar in a heartbeat because you have no choice. It's almost like it's not even your fault at that point because your body is taking over and it's telling you what to do and it's telling you to grab anything. So you don't want to let yourself go into this this phase of starvation where you're actually feeling it because you're going to put yourself in a position where you're going to eat a whole lot of bad stuff and then you're going to feel sick afterwards, but you fixed your starvation issue, right? So I don't let myself get starving. That's the first thing. And I do that by number two, eating throughout the day. So I find it very important to be eating for me probably every two hours. Uh, For my clients, I say generally you want to be eating every two to three hours. Now, if you're really on top of that, it's hard to feel starving, right? You might even be like, oh my God, it's time to eat again. I'm not even hungry at this point. But if you're working out consistently, then every two to three hours, you should be a little bit hungry for something. And if you skip eating every two to three hours, then again, you're putting yourself into a situation where you might be starving in a few more hours and that's gonna put you in a really bad position, especially if you're trying to lose weight, right? So eating every two to three hours is absolutely ideal. And I will tell you, there are times that I am not hungry, but I still eat. And so let me give you an example. So I am Ironman training right now, which is obviously a lot. It's not your basic you know, person with a normal one hour a day kind of workout, but often I have to do a bike workout and then a few hours later I have a swim. Well, when I'm done with that bike workout, I'm usually not hungry. So I don't know how many of you have been there before where you actually work out pretty hard and you kind of don't want to eat for a little while, especially after runs. That happens to me a lot after I run. However, I know that if I'm going to swim, I have to eat something or my performance in the pool is going to be really bad because I'm going to start slowing down and feeling that fatigue because there's no gas in the tank. And two, I have been caught in the pool before starving and there is no 
worse feeling than thinking about a P. Terry's hamburger and french fries while you're trying to finish your laps. And I'm not kidding. I almost had to get out of the pool once because the starvation was so bad and I was going to hit P. Terry's right away. Now, the way what I do is I do force myself after that bike or run about 30 minutes later, I force myself. I usually have at least half a bagel with some peanut butter and a banana on it. Even if I'm not hungry, I always eat that or something before that swim because I know if I don't, it's going to backfire later. Now, the third thing is in terms of like dealing with starvation and what I see when people go out. So meaning, are you going to a party tonight? Are you going out for dinner? You have a date night, a wedding, something. And so you starve yourself all day. Because you know you're, you're going to go big at that party. Or you know there's going to be a lot of calories at that party. That is actually the last thing you want to do. And so how I handle those kind of events, date nights, whatever it might be, instead of thinking of it like, oh, I know I'm going to eat extra calories tonight, maybe have an extra cocktail. Instead of doing that, I think, well, I don't want to have all of that extra. I do not want to go into that event starving. There's nothing worse for you to do than not eating all day and then going to that event. Because as soon as you get there, you're going to grab, just like I said before, the first thing possible. Healthy, not healthy. You don't care. You're starving. You're going to eat every appetizer on the tray. You're going to have any cocktail they hand you. And before you know it, you're saying, well, I've already messed up this much. I'm just going to eat bad the rest of the night. And you throw everything off so bad because you went into that party or date night or restaurant, you went in starving. So instead of doing that, don't. Don't not eat all day before something like that. I have a normal day of food. I have my breakfast, I have my snack, I have my lunch, I have my snack, and then I would go for the dinner or the party so that I don't feel that way. And sometimes, like if I'm really trying to watch my weight, I'm not currently trying to lose weight, but if I am, or if you are, I might even go into that party a little full. So sometimes I tell my clients, have a protein shake right before you go to that event so that you're not so tempted to grab everything. Because let's face it, when you eat out, especially at an event or a party, that food is usually not health food, okay? So if you go into it kind of full, you will be less inclined to eat all the bad stuff. So that's a great trick that you can do as well. Number four would be you got to stay hydrated. I always tell my clients, I want you to drink a full glass of water before you even have your meal, okay? Because that's going to slow you down. And I want you to drink a full glass of water with your meal. And that can go for your snack too. Make sure you're hydrating enough during the day. Often they say that you think you're hungry, but you're actually thirsty. So whether that's true or not, having the extra water and staying hydrated is not going to hurt you. If anything, it's going to fill you up. And it might in fact be true, like perhaps you are dehydrated and you need that extra water. So make sure that you're staying hydrated. And then the last thing, number five, about how to keep from being starving, you've got to stop overtraining. okay? And that's going to lead into this next discussion that we're talking about starvation. But a lot of people are working out two hours, three hours, four hours a day because they say that's how much they have to work out because they eat that much. Or they tell me, Kim, you don't understand. I love food. Well, just so you know, 
I love food too, you guys, <laughs> okay? I don't want to be deprived of food. But what happens is people start getting very imbalanced on how much they're working out and how much they're eating. So they start working out more and more because we've always learned that the more calories you burn versus take in is going to be the weight loss that happens. You've got to burn that amount, burning more than you're taking in and then you're gonna lose weight. So I see people, they start off with one class and then when I used to teach at a gym, I used to hear people say, yeah, you're my third class today. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, then the other two classes weren't hard enough. Like you're better off taking one awesome one hour fitness class and being done for the day than staying there for two to three hours because you think you're burning all these calories so then you can go eat anything you want later. Guess what? As you probably know, it's not working, is it? That will not work and the more classes you keep taking and the longer you keep running and the more you keep driving yourself into the ground with this exercise, your body is just overstressed. So you're going to get the cortisol release in your body, which makes weight loss very difficult. And at first you're also, you're going to be starving all the time because you're burning so many calories. That's why you're starving. So sometimes I take my overtraining clients and they're like telling me, well, I'm starving all the time. I mean, I can't even imagine dropping some of these workouts because then I'll really be overweight because I'm going to eat so much. The thing is you're starving because you're working out so much. And if you just back down to something that's a little more harmonizing for your body, like one hour a day versus three hours a day, I don't think you're going to be so starving. And it may take some time to like, you know, to balance out, but just remember, the more you're burning, you know, you, you might be firing up that metabolism. So you're hungry, hungry, hungry all the time. But it's like everything gets out of whack when you do that. It's too extreme. And so you always want to shoot for moderation. And I always say everything in moderation, including moderation, that includes exercise as well. And now I know what you're thinking because you're going to say, but Kim, you work out two to three hours a day only when I'm training for Ironman. This is only my second Ironman. I do not plan on doing tons of Ironmans in my life. I'm going to do a few, but I'm definitely not the person who's going to do like four to five a year because I know it's too much on the body. So right now, yes, I work out two to three hours a day, but I eat for it. So I'm trying to balance as much as possible how much I take in with that amount of exercise and then with the amount of sleep that I need to recover. So all of those things are, you know, playing hand in hand when you're talking about weight loss. So overtraining is a really big one that leads into that starvation effect. So those are the five things that sort of help you not get to the starving place. <laughs> the one obvious one is just stop starving yourself. You need to eat more. You're probably not eating enough. If you are starving every day, then I can tell you right now, you're not eating enough. Uh, two, you wanna eat every two to three hours. Three, don't go to those parties hungry eat your normal amount of food during the day, four, stay hydrated, and five, be careful if you're becoming that overtrainer and trying to burn as many calories as you can just so that you can eat more. Now, so what's the opposite side of this? So that's the starving that you feel. You're like, oh my gosh, I'm starving all the time. And I have some clients, they're like, I am starving all the time. But then I have the clients who tell me, I'm never hungry. And I think, well, that's not good. It's normal 
to feel some hunger. Like this is a normal thing. The body is absolutely unbelievably amazing in my opinion. You know, we have all these hormones that turn things on and turn things off. And we have the ghrelin and the leptin, which are these hormones that tell you, are you full or are you hungry? I mean, that's like amazing to me that we have all these things going on in our body. And they're doing that for a reason. So if your body tells you that you're starving, then guess what? It's probably trying to tell you, you need to eat something. That's not a bad thing. I always tell my clients, feeling some hunger means that metabolism is on fire. That is a good thing. Let's fuel it. You just have to fuel it with the right kinds of foods. But what about these people who are telling me, I'm never hungry? And then I look at their food logs because as that, that's one of the things I do with Earn That Body, my online program. I look at what their workout is or I give them a workout and then I look at what they're eating and I tell them how many calories they need to take in a day to either maintain their weight or to lose weight. And sometimes what I see is someone who is eating under a thousand calories a day. They're potentially five foot five like myself. And they tell me I couldn't eat the 1500 calories you wanted me to eat. I could only eat 700. I was so full. Well, that's a big sign to me right there that something is very out of whack. Because 700 calories and the person worked out and they're not hungry usually tells me that they have been doing this for a long time. They have been starving themselves. And yes, eating under a thousand calories if you're five foot five and working out is starving yourself. That is now setting the body up to slow everything down. And that's really hard because what's happening is you're slowing your metabolism down because you're telling your body, I'm not going to give you any gas. I'm not going to give you any fuel. So your body says, okay, then I need to slow every system down possible right now because the body's job is to survive. And we don't even have to tell it to do that. It's going to do that on its own, which again, isn't the body absolutely amazing? I mean, it's going to slow things down and it's going to say, I'm going to hold on to every pound on this person's body because they're not going to eat. And my only job is to survive. And in order to do that, I cannot let go of one pound. So if you're that person right now and you think you're never hungry and potentially you're not eating enough and you exercise and you're not losing weight, but you have weight to lose, This could be you and you're starving yourself. And it's something that you have to slowly work on to get the metabolism going again. And I have achieved it with many clients. We have gotten them back on track, but it does take some time. If you have been yo-yo dieting your whole life, trying every fad diet in the world, which unfortunately most of them will push you into that starvation level, then it will take some time for your body to get rebalanced. But to me, it's worth it. If you trust your coach, whoever that might be, you know, if you have a nutrition coach or you want to work with me or you have any kind of coach, a triathlon coach, a running coach, you need to trust your coach. And if your coach says to you, you need to eat more, that's one of the things we need to do for your health. You've got to trust them. And I know it's really hard to trust that because our whole life we have grown up hearing you need to eat less to lose weight. So when I tell most people I need you to eat more to lose weight, their first reaction is no way. 
I'm not going to do it. And sometimes they do it for a week and they maybe don't lose weight that first week or maybe they do, but then they still, they're so afraid to eat more that they stop. You have to slowly add those calories back in and then we see how your weight is going. If you continue to gain weight, okay, then at some point we'd know it's too much or you're eating the wrong kind of foods or maybe your percentage of carbs is too high for your body type and that's something I work with as well. But I have to tell you, most of my clients, once they start adding in the right kinds of foods and the right balance and more of it and a little less exercise if they were the overtrainer, that's when they start to see a real change in their body and they start to lose the weight. But you have to give it some time, all right? You definitely have to give it time. But if you are starving yourself or you're never hungry and you know you're not really taking in that much food or people have made comments to you like, aren't you gonna eat, you know? And if you're that person and you know right now if you are, most people know if they are, but they think that it's, well, that's my body and that's my metabolism and I just have this, you know, it's my, my issue. This is just who I am. You might be wrong and there might be a way to change it. Now, when you don't eat enough, some of the things that you're risking as well is one, that slower metabolism. So too few of calories in your system day after day can definitely slow down the metabolism and that means you're not going to lose weight. Another thing is when you don't eat enough, you're at that higher risk for nutritional deficiencies, right? You're not taking in enough food, and so then you might not be taking in enough nutrients, which could lead to many different deficiencies in your body. So if you're also feeling other symptoms, besides the fact that you're never hungry, but if you have no energy, if you have depression, you could even have pains in your body potentially, um, not able to focus, all of these things could be because you have some nutritional deficiencies because you're not getting in enough calories. Eventually, that could lead to stress on your organs as well. So, you know, over time, if you were to starve yourself, again, with those 500 to 700 calories a day, over time, eventually, that could damage your organs. So it could get to that level, which is very scary, obviously. Um, so those are things you also have to think about. It's not just about the number on the scale. Obviously, I know most of you come to me because you want to lose weight, and I, I do want to help you reach that goal, but my, my overall goal is always I want to make you healthy. And if losing weight with that happens, that's fantastic. That's the icing on the cake. But the overall goal is I want you to feel great. I want you to look great. I want you to be healthy. And then, you know, that, that scale, it just automatically starts going down. But we definitely want to have a higher metabolism. We don't want you to have nutritional deficiencies. That also leads, you know, your skin looks dull. You just, you don't have that sparkle in your eye. I mean it. Like, I see healthy people. I can see it in their eyes. And if you are not a healthy person, you can often see it in their eyes. But you don't want that. We want the nutrition to be there so that you are at your peak level of health. And again, that is when everything sort of gets finely tuned and you feel fantastic. So that is starvation. If you are the person who's starving all the time, then we need to figure something out so that you're not. Even if you're trying to lose weight, you shouldn't be starving all the time. I always tell my clients, if you're starving, I want to know. Because if you're starving all the time, then you can't continue on this program, whatever program it might be, even if it's my program. 
If you're starving on it, it's not going to last. So I'd rather get you to a place where you're not starving. And yeah, you might only lose one pound a week. But to me, one pound a week and not starving is way better than three pounds a week, but I'm starving every day because you can't sustain that. And you want the one you can sustain because you want the weight loss to stay off. So if you're starving all the time, that's, you know, red flag number one. And if you're never starving because you're starving yourself all the time, that's red flag number two. Things to think about this week. Do those apply to you? Maybe they don't. Maybe they do. Maybe you know someone that that affects. Maybe you could refer them to the podcast so that they can get a little bit of help. That is always my goal with the Earn That Body podcast is to bring free information to as many people as I can so that we can help as many people get fit and healthy. I hope you all have a fantastic week. Don't forget, if you ever have a subject matter that you want me to cover on the podcast, I love topic ideas because this was topic number 70. So, you know, I start to run out of ideas after a while, but then you guys email me and I'm like, oh, we've never covered that. So never be afraid. Shoot me an email, kim at earnthatbody.com. If you want to check out any of my programs, go to earnthatbody.com. They are all listed right there. And I'm always happy to work with you and figure out which program might be best for you. Make sure you have a fantastic week, a happy one, a healthy one and one that has no starvation. Make sure you eat every two to three hours and have a great one. Bye-bye. For more information about Kim Eagle's online programs, go to earnthatbody.com or check out Earn That Body on all forms of social media, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube.